Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. The first year of school can be as daunting for the parent as it is for the child. We all want our kids to be able to communicate well. But what does that even mean, communicate well? After all, children can still be stumbling over words and getting things wrong when they're five. Emily Mackey is a speech pathologist and founder of Speak About Speech. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having me. How can you tell that your child's language skills are let's say, school ready, like they're ready to move into that environment? Sure. Um, I just might, I just want to clarify. So when you say language, as a speech therapist, what we're looking at is two areas in children. So we're looking at their receptive language and we're looking at their expressive language. So when I say receptive language, I'm talking about understanding. So they, your child needs to be able to follow instructions. They need to understand concepts like tall and short, top and bottom. They need to understand how words go together. So like a cow, a pig and a sheep, they're all animals or categorizing things into transport. So um, we've got the receptive language and then we also have the expressive language. So the expressive language means talking. So um, we're looking at the number of words that a child uses. We're looking at their sentences, how they put their words together, their vocabulary, their memory and their grammar. So when we put all of those areas together, expressive and receptive, a child should be ready to start school when those majority of those skills have developed. So, <laughs> so, as a general rule of thumb, um, when they're a baby moving up into five, uh, your child's age should correspond with how many instructions and how many words they're saying and putting together. So, for example, if we take it back to one, like uh, generally children should start saying their first words at 12 months of age, they should be saying single words. So... When they're two, they should be putting two words together, three, three words together, and four, and then more. So when they're ready for school, they should be using sentences that are quite long. All of their grammar should be correct. They should be using he and she appropriately. They should be um, having a, they should have a really big vocabulary of thousands, thousands of words that they can put together in sentences. They should be able to understand really complicated or Sorry, they should be able to understand complex instructions. Um, what do they, you mean by complex, though? Because complex so, you and I could be different to yes, that yes. child. Yes, yes. So they should be able to understand instructions that contain befores and afters. So kind of time, time concepts that are a little bit more abstract. They're not concrete. So, for example... Uh, the teacher will say, before you come and sit on the floor, go and get your pencils and your book bag, put them over in the corner and get your book. So that's a really long instruction, but children need to be able to follow those to function in the classroom. It's kind of interesting you talk about these, um, I guess they are measures in terms of school readiness. Mm. Yep. Is there anywhere a parent can go to sort of look at these different things because I don't I'm with my daughter I was absolutely certain she was ready for school it wasn't even a question in my mind Mm -hmm. I know that many parents with their sons in particular can be like oh should I hold him back is he quite ready blah 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 and you've just then mentioned quite a few things that are very concrete that you can try I don't know that anyone tested my daughter like that before she went to school yep um on my website I have 
um, a set of milestones from one to five years of age, and that's broken down into receptive skills, expressive skills, and red flags. And so in the five years of age, I've included the school prep, the school skills that they need to have. So they need to be, you know, showing an interest in books. They need to be able to kind of pick up a pencil and write their name. Um, I've also then got milestones for early primary, so K to three, and then later primary um, from three to year six. Um, I also have a blog, which we can put into the link, um, school preparation versus school readiness. They're two different terms and there is a lot of opinions out there in terms of, um, you know, what level a child should be at when they start school. However, um, from a speech therapist point of view, I like to take a proactive approach and there's lots of different things that you can do with your child to get them ready. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Emily Mackey, who's a speech pathologist and founder of Speak About Speech. We're talking about language before school and how you might know whether your child is ready for school because, of course, they're going to be talked at and be talking with many more people without you around when they're at school. This is probably a very basic question, Emily, but why is speech development important for literacy? Um. Actually, it's a basic question, but we get lots of parents asking us. So when you say speech development to me as a speech therapist, I think pronunciation, so speech sounds, they are critical to have clear before you start school because when you start spelling and when you start reading, you need to be able to break a word into sounds. So if, for example, the teacher will say, let's spell the word dog, your child then needs to be able to say, duh, write a duh. Or write a and get write a get. If their sounds actually not clear, so for example, um, a common error that we see in children is they might say gog, they might put the dirt to the back of their throat. So that's when it impacts on spelling because then the teacher will say, "Let's write dog," and they'll go gog, get, or get, and they will write a get, and then the teacher will look at their spelling and say, "That is wrong. They're not spelling correctly." So the speech sounds need to be clear before they start school. It's so important. And also, of course, then they're reading out loud to... Yes. As they learn. Yes. We read out loud before we read inside our heads. Yes, yeah. And that needs to be clear. There's so much about primary school that blows my mind. There is. There (laughs) is. It's so important that the language skills are developed before they start school so that they're ready to learn. And do you feel that you need to continue with that as they as their literacy skills are also growing. So if you're looking at it that way, how can we as parents and caregivers support our kids with their language at home when they're at school? So um, there are, if we're talking about like probably the the six to 12 months before they start school, um, there are really basic activities that you can do with them to get them ready. So, I mean, the basic skills that you often hear talk, Um, being talked about is, you know, writing their name, counting, um, saying the alphabet. With the alphabet, it's important that they can, that they don't just go A, B, C, D, but they actually know sounds. So they know that the G says G. That's really important. Like I just really encourage parents to work on the sounds with their children before they go to school. You also really want to focus on their sound awareness. So you want to focus on activities like rhyming, matching rhyming words. So, you know, does cat and hat, do they match? Do they rhyme? Um, you can work on breaking words into syllables. So um, I normally get children to stomp them out or to clap out parts and we'd go, mummy, 
dad, D. Breaking out words into syllables is really important for spelling. Um, you can do a lot of um, preparation for reading, like saying pointing to a word in a book, point to a sentence in a book, point to the front of the book, point to the back of the book. Um, and then you can also really start to work with kids um, and you can also start to get them listening for sounds. Um, a really practical activity that I like to do with children is pick a sound for the week. So you'll, you might pick the letter M and you're then pointing out the sound. So it's M, mm, but then you might just throughout the week, just point out different words that start with the sound M. Mm. So I might just say, oh, McDonald's starts with a M. Mum starts with a M. Mm. And you want to be really careful that you're not testing your child. You're just modeling it and you're just teaching them. And doing those sorts of activities is preparing them for school. So it's not necessarily sitting down at a desk and writing. You want to make learning fun, make it every day and make it engaging. So let's talk about that lead up to school. Sure. Are there any warning signs that our child might be having difficulty with speech? Yes. in that year leading up to school that we might be able to get on top of. And- yep. um, so a big one is making if their sounds aren't clear. There's a lot of research that's said recently that um, if children have difficulty saying their sounds, it may lead to literacy difficulties at school. So if, if your child's not talking clearly, um, you want to get on top of that straight away. If your child is just not understanding what you're saying they're not following your instructions if they're not able to recall events and answer your questions particularly the wh questions like if you're saying what were you doing where were you going how did you feel what happened next if they're not able to answer those sorts of questions some children repeat will just generally repeat the question back to you that is a sign that they're may that they need help um if they're also just not engaging with you in terms of wanting to pick up a pencil if they're not wanting to um, read books with you if they can't kind of sit still at a ta- or sit still and read a book those are all sorts of signs that you should be looking out for and what do we do about that <laughs> if we notice those things I would say the best thing to do is to get an idea of where your child's development levels at so that's through having a speech pathology assessment. So you can go online in Sydney. Um, we've got many speech pathologists around the area. If you put in Speech Pathology Australia, you can get a whole directory of speech therapists. We're out in the Hawkesbury at Richmond. Um, having an assessment, we will then look at all the skills that your child needs for school and what they should have at the age where we see them. And we will compare them to their peers, Australian children, and tell you where they're at for their age. So if they're developing and on track, we'll say, great, keep doing what you're doing. If they need a little bit of help, the best time to get it is the earlier the uh, the earlier the better. But if you're having concerns 12 months before you start school. Okay, start school. that sounds like a good thing to do if you're mm. not sure about sending them. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win, I tell parents, because you want that peace of mind at the end of the day and you can get it by having an assessment. We'll tell you they're okay or we'll tell you they need a little bit of help and you can get onto it and give them the best possible start for kindy. Emily, there's so much to think about there. Um, (laughs) I might go and just let it digest. Thank you so much for coming in. No worries. Thank you for having me. That was speech pathologist Emily Mackey, founder of Speak About Speech. And for all those resources that Emily mentioned in the interview, we'll pop a link on our website to hers. Just head to kindling.com.au.
you've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.